This is the Emergency Medical Minute. Real, raw, relevant emergency medical education. the show maybe i'm just kind of old but did anyone's mother ever tell them do not run with scissors has anyone ever heard that before okay so between all of us we have a lot of years of experience how many people have seen a running with scissors injury in the emergency department is there anyone one so out of all of our we probably have like a hundred years of probably 200 years of like uh annual patient visits we've seen one running with scissors injury so like myths get propagated and they just keep on going and going and going i probably you're probably exactly right (laughs) yeah there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of safe advances in scissor safety let's think about like bagel injury how many people seen the bagel injury like cutting a bagel and you cut your hand like we've all seen that but your mom never told you that mom never said like don't cut a bagel with you know holding your hand anyway I I digress. There are bagels over there, by the way. Uh, So anyway, the story of the day is, and tell me if you've already heard this, is the duration of antibiotic use. So whenever we discharge people, it seems like I'll walk past the room and say, oh, be sure to take the antibiotic until it's done, even if you're feeling better. And we've all said that to patients, right? So this was a commentary in British Medical Journal about is that... um, actually accurate is it proven and of course the answer is no it's not proven it's just something that propagates like running with scissors Um, there's a couple exceptions so before you get too excited there's a couple things where you definitely need to complete the course of antibiotics and you need multiple types of antibiotics because certain diseases like um, you know tuberculosis uh, HIV they definitely need you know multiple antibiotics some diseases like uh, gonorrhea you need to be sure to complete the course but the other things there's really no data that says you need to be on antibiotics for 14 days for pyelonephritis or you need to be on 10 days uh, for strep. So it kind of goes back to um, when they first started uh, strep and penicillin. So you know, like penicillin's a mold, and when they first gave it to the first guy who had a uh, staph uh, infection, they basically gave him the dose of penicillin. They only had four grams that they made. Then they took his urine and they extracted the penicillin out of it, then gave it to him again and kept on doing that and kept on doing it until it ran out. So, and then like a few years later, uh, Fleming said, well, if you don't treat a full course of antibiotics, it will select for resistance and then we'll have these resistance mi- resistant microbes and then uh, things will be bad. In fact, that's never actually been proven. Um, and there's a lot of things like there's no studies that say for certain diseases, you should only be on you know, X number of days. So take, for example, um, urinary tract infections. We used to always give everyone like seven days of antibiotics. Now a lot of times we'll give three days of Bactrim and it works uh, just as well. For pyelonephritis, um, sometimes people just do like five days of Leviquin and it works just as well. The problem is no one studied it and there's not a lot of incentive to study it. If you think about it, like drug companies are the ones that often fund uh, studies. And what's the incentive for them to say, well, just use half the amount of drugs uh, that you <laughs> that you need. So there's not a lot of incentive to study, but it's important to study. Um, I think moving forward, there's no randomized, there's no good randomized trials on most of this stuff. Uh, but I think um, moving forward, my practice might be if I see someone come back for cellulitis and it's like day four 
and it's looking good and they say, well, shouldn't I do my full seven day course? They say, well, if it's, if it's fine now, I might just stop your antibiotics because you're just going to get more uh, resistance and more side effects like uh, the diarrhea. They actually do that in the hospital now. So ICU patients are getting tests called procalcitonin. Um, it's sort of a marker of whether or not the infection or the inflammation or whatever is going on fever is caused by bacterial infection. And if the procalcitonin level is low, they're stopping antibiotics sooner. Um, we can't really do that on an outpatient basis. It's not like you're going to have people come back in for a lab draw. Uh, but clinically, you can say, well, if you're feeling better, it's probably, all, you know, you don't need to finish the antibiotic with, with a few caveats like the gonorrhea, TB, HIV, etc. Anyway, um, I'm uh, not going to tell my kids to not run with scissors. I'm going to allow them run wherever they want with scissors. And if they're feeling better after a course of antibiotics in a couple of days, I'll tell them oh, you can stop taking the antibiotics. Thanks. Don't cut bagels. <laughs>